Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flow Over Fear podcast, where it is our mission to help you to rise above fear and realize your ultimate potential in leadership and life. I'm your host, Adam Hill, and it is my goal to share with you the human side of high performance. My guests share their experience with fear, anxiety, struggle, challenge, and most importantly, despite all of it, how they rose above it to achieve incredible results. So if you're ready to rise up, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this recap episode of Flow Over Fear. And today I want to talk about the interview that I just had with Tiffany Souter. And Tiffany is the owner and operator of Element 3, which is a marketing company that helps brands to create long-term enterprise value that are going through some kind of transition and uh, maybe mid-market companies, things like that. And she's also the host of the podcast, Scared Confident, She's a, which is a great podcast and a great name for a podcast too. She's also a keynote speaker and uh, you can find her at tiffanysouter.com. And, and I had the first opportunity to hear Tiffany speak at the EOS conference recently. And if you don't know what that is, I did an episode on the EOS conference a few months back and, and some of the lessons learned. It was a really great conference. And Tiffany was a keynote uh, speaker at that event. Uh, where she's speaking with thousands of entrepreneurs that were in the audience and her message just really hit home for me. The reason it did is because of, because I could just relate to a lot of her history and her background. The idea of trying to balance family, uh, work and life and all of this kind of, all this stuff that happens in, in life, being a high achiever, being somebody that wants to achieve a lot of big dreams in life and feeling like, can we actually do it all? And, you know, one of the things that Tiffany has realized in her life and one of the things that resonated with me is that this, this idea that, you know, at one point she had to come to terms with this idea that she was, she thought she had to live a life of or I have to choose my job or my family. I have to choose, you know, my, my friends are going out with my friends or going to work, or I have to choose my faith or this, you know, choosing between these things. And, and ultimately what she said, what she had came to realize was that she had to, ch she, uh, she thought she had to choose between peace or her big dreams. Now think about that for a second. Why would we want to compromise or sacrifice our peace and ach to achieve our big dreams? Shouldn't we be able to have both? And that's where really the birth of this life of and came in, where we can live this life of abundance. And the reason this resonated with me so much, this message that she shared on stage was that I, uh, you know, I've been feeling, and especially when I was there, I've been feeling this sense that I'm taking on too much. And maybe I'm caught in that trap of feeling like I have to live a life of or, like, you know, I have to choose between my job or this or, and, you know, or, or delivering this message on this podcast or something else or, or, or writing stupid puns on Facebook or, you know, or, or something else. And, you know, the idea is, is maybe if I'm just a little more intentional about it, I can recognize that there's different seasons, you know, seasons where we're busier seasons where we're not and, and try to live a more of a life of and, and try and live that life of abundance. Uh, the more that I've been reading and the more that I've been researching and, and, and interviewing on this topic, the more I realize that we can accomplish a lot of really great things, we might not have to say or to a lot of them, but we might just have to time it out appropriately. And we might have to 
be introspective on, on really how our time is being spent and how we're feeling. For me, I try and put something on what I call a prioritization funnel. I try to put my big dream at the top of a funnel and then narrow it down so that I'm focused on the right things that will, that will put me on the trajectory for growth. And from the, in, and in this interview with Tiffany, it really helped me to, to recognize that I'm not alone in, in the sense that, and, and none of us are alone in the sense that, uh, we sometimes feel like we're leading a life, life of chaos and maybe we're contributing or creating that chaos. Um, you know, in Tiffany's case, she says that she spent 15 years building a box of chaos and made basically the last five since 2018, developing the tools to smooth the waters of that chaos and uh, smooth the waters of her business and things like that. In 2018, her life was, was crumbling. It was broken, as she put it. And she, you know, talked about that being like, is it broken or, or is she putting a bandaid on a big break? And, um, and no, it was broken. And, and that whole idea was, you know, her, her company was kind of falling apart. Her, her marriage was falling apart and she had to fix it. And, and the interesting thing about this is, as she said, is, and, and, and what really resonated with me was it wasn't like she can just step away from this because one of the questions I asked her was, well, you know, in that situation, it was a brand that she built with Element 3, this, this company that she created, the, the, that she built. It was a family that she was a part of. It's not like she could remove herself from these things. So how could she, how could you find that piece? And, you know, that's where she agreed. It was like, yeah, she couldn't remove herself from it. She had to rebuild it while staying immersed in it, immersed in that chaos. And, um, and that was her point was that she, that we, sometimes we have to show up in the chaos of your current situation and just address it there, be present in those, in those daily moments. It's not easy, but sometimes that's necessary. We can't prevent the chaos. We can't shield ourselves from it. You know, sometimes we're going to live in that fear. We're going to, we're going to experience it, but we have to come to terms. We have to acknowledge that that is the current situation and be honest with it. And one thing I really loved about Tiffany's message is that, you know, much of how she became free was by becoming honest and starting to listen to feedback and becoming a little more open-minded in, in her life when she was given the feedback on, on ways that she might not have been showing up the way that she needed to or, or wanted to. And so by getting honest with herself and being open-minded to change, then that's when freedom started to show up a little bit more, more in life. And I think, and, and the big transformational point that she reached that, that really resonated with me is that she's not going to let fear drive the outcomes in her life. Well, we all experience fear, and this is my this is my little uh, note on that: is that while we all experience fear, and fear is not something that we can push down or push away or hide, or or you know, we don't have to let it overpower us. Fear does not have to overpower us, even if we have to live with it. But it is going to tell us a, it is going to tell us a story, and it's up to us how we're going to interpret that story. And we don't have to let it drive the outcomes of our lives, but we can let it, uh, you know, we, we can learn from the fear and actually move in the right direction with courage. And that's where love comes into play. Because the way that 
that Tiffany started to change her relationship with fear was when she felt she was starting to f- experience fear. She realized that love overpowers fear. Love is the love is superior to fear. And if we can experience love, then we're not living in that state of fear. So she 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 went into a practice of 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 trying to actively experience love instead of fear. And the power in that, the power that she got was from awareness, was self-awareness. Now, I know for me and for a lot of us out there, it's often hard to take ourselves out of that moment when we're feeling afraid or when when we're feeling like we're in the chaos or we're overwhelmed, right? But simply by being aware that that just having that superpower of and building that muscle of 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 self-awareness we could recognize that we're experiencing it we can say to ourselves okay this is fear we can step out of ourselves and then we can we can tell ourselves a different story all right instead of feeling afraid or overwhelmed how can i experience love and i asked tiffany how how she was able to remind herself to be self-aware. And she mentioned that there's a lot of, a lot of ways that we can do that, including different cues. She does it with a painting that's on her wall that she had somebody paint for her to remind her of, of that. And, you know, so you could do it with certain totems, things like that, that you, that you might have that remind you that have that serve as that reminder for you. And, um, and it also takes discipline. And discipline was something that Tiffany said that she doesn't really have inherently. And honestly, I don't really feel like I have that either, even though you look at it, it's it's a practice of of building a muscle when you're when you're building discipline. And discipline, discipline, as Tiffany put it, is is can be helped by crowdsourcing accountability, meaning you you work with your network to try and build a, a structure of accountability. Or you set a series of traps for yourself that can help you. And expanding on that, that trap side of it, it's, it's like, all right, well, you're creating a scorecard. You're making that scorecard public. You're putting out a podcast, something like that that's holding you accountable. One of the amazing things about Tiffany is when I, when I listened to her podcast, um, she recently had her husband on the podcast and you know, coming off of a few years of, of having significant marriage challenges and being on the rocks and things like that, there, that now they're able to share time on a podcast and be brutally honest about what's working, what's not working. It's almost like they're EOSing their marriage. And it was incredibly inspiring, uh, to the point where, um, you know, where you learn that like that honesty, that openness, that vulnerability really leads to that level of discipline and freedom. And if we can, if we can be that open and honest and really self-reflective and self-aware, we can free up our time to live in a life of and because really how much time are you wasting uh, by complaining about the current situation or maybe arguing that things aren't going your way or, or fighting against fear when in reality, if you embrace it and embrace the current circumstances, maybe show up and and, and take it with a little courage. You can free up your mind to more love. And when you have that open space in your mind with more love, you have more opportunity to live a life of and. This concept of, of living a life of and and leading to an abundant life was pretty profound to me and kind of digging into it a little bit more. You know, I discovered that, uh, that or 
Tiffany said that living a life of and has to be sustainable. We have to, we have to make it a sustainable livelihood. We can't just keep throwing things in impulsively. And I think that's an important word there, impulsive. Uh, we have, we tend to get into traps of impulsive desires and impulsive dreams. I mean, think about six pack abs, financial freedom, or, you know, any of those things that you see on an infomercial that just trigger this impulsive nature in you to want to just go after it. So you drop the six easy payments of $29.95 and you go for it. But what happens? You get into a honeymoon phase where you enjoy the journey for maybe a week or two, but then eventually you, you just stop doing it all together. And then you feel demoralized and depressed that you can't remain disciplined with something, whether it's a fitness program or a diet or whatever. It's because it's an impulsive desire. It's an impulsive dream and impulsive dreams and desires lead to uncertain outcomes. And that's not sustainable. So instead of being impulsive about it, be intentional about your desires. What desires am I chasing? What do I want? And that was, this was the strategy that Tiffany used to really decide how she wanted to build that abundant life. First, identifying like what she wanted to fit in. For her, she wants to start playing pickleball, right? Now, to know if that's an impulsive desire or not, she can throw it on her, on her list of what she wants to do. She can write down, I want to play pickleball. And instead of impulsively just signing up for uh, a pickleball course or, or, or a gym or whatever it is, she asks herself, okay, now how do I get it? That's the next question. And she t- thinks about how she fits it in. And for, for her, she ha- she's going to be stepping away from a board. So at that point, she can fit it in. And at that point, it becomes a more compelling desire because she then she's we're then able to ask ourselves at that point if we're sacrificing something else or moving stuff around in our schedule to make it fit and prioritizing it, then we're inherently asking ourselves, is this truly important to me? Is this compelling? Because it's not about balance. Um, balance is, as I've heard many times throughout this podcast, is really not an achievable uh, objective. Balance takes a lot of energy. Think about when you're when you're balancing on a teeter totter, like on the middle of a of a of a teeter totter, right? Think about the energy it takes to maintain that balance. It's a lot. You can't maintain that energy. It's unsustainable. So instead, recognizing that there's different seasons in our lives, and as Tiffany says, that it's it's really feeding and starving things in our lives. What are we going to choose to starve and what are we going to choose to feed? Because at any given time, we're prioritizing those things. We can choose to feed the pickleball or we could choose to feed the board uh, directorship. But really, when we're when we're empowered to make the choice, and move in the directions of what we truly want. That's when we start to live a life of and and a start a life of abundance. Uh, so focus. So a lot of the life, the lessons that we learned from this episode were great. And I suggest you check it out because, uh, because there was a lot of, a lot of great knowledge bombs dropped in this episode. Tiffany was Tiffany Souter's incredible guest and uh, primarily the, the, the best uh, lessons I got from this were that love uh, we should choose love instead of fear, and we should try to we should strive to be more self aware and self and, and introspective on on the things that we can do in our own lives to change and show up in the chaos so that we can smooth out those waters in our own lives, and that we should respect the different seasons in our lives, 
and make sure that we're being intentional about choosing what we're starving and what we're feeding. And that way we'll start to live a life of and. So thank you for joining me today. Check out Tiffany Souter at tiffanysouter.com and check out the podcast Scared Confident. It's very similar. Uh, it's a very similar message as this one. You won't regret it. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Flow Over Fear podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. I will be so grateful if you do. And I'll look forward to bringing you more value in our next episode. I'll see you then.